I mean, I think it's having a group is, I call it, it's like having email emails on steroids, really. It's just mm -hmm. because it's in email, emails work, you know, it's, it's another touch point. But with a Facebook group, you know, you can do lives, you can do polls, you can do, it's, in, it's on a different dynamic compared to everything else. This is the Local Marketing Agency Secrets Audiocast, where we interview the world's top minds in local marketing to bring you actionable tips and strategies for your local agency. Here are your hosts, Drew Griffin and David Calafiori. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this amazing show, our brand new inaugural show called the Local Marketing Agency Secrets Program. My name is Drew Griffin, and I'm here with my business partner, David Calafiori. Everybody. We are Thrilled, privileged, and honored to have our very, very first guest, Swapnil. Swapnil, uh, I don't want to uh, mess up your last name. Why don't you give everybody a little bit of an introduction about who you are and maybe what the name of your agency is? Cool. Yeah. So uh, nice to see you guys and to meet you again. Um, so my name is Swapnil Garg, and I'm in the UK, not far from London. So, uh, and my agency is called Advanced Marketer. Well, welcome to the program, Swap. We're just going to refer to you as Swap. Is that all right? Yeah. All He's right, dead. cool. <laughs> Listen, uh, we've been connected. We've been colleagues. We've been friends for quite some time now. And from a distance, David and I have both been admiring you from a distance. We're here in the United States. You're in the UK. And you were doing some amazing things in your market. And we're going to get into that in just a moment. But we have to acknowledge uh, a talent of yours that uh, quite frankly and quite honestly is probably coming into handy right now. Um, you do a little bit of the DJing, my, is my understanding. A little birdie told me this, but uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh, that skill set that you've got, that little, that amazing thing that you do. Uh, what is it, like every Friday night or something, you're, you're turning yeah, the table? The wheels of steel. <laughs> this is before Facebook started cracking down quite a bit on uh, music streams. So, uh, yeah, every Friday was my kind of relaxed time. Uh, just I'd get a few beers and then I'd live stream uh, over Facebook um, and then get quite a lot of listeners, really. Sometimes I've had up to about 100, 200 people. But the, the, the idea from that is I'd been DJing for the past 10 years, 10 plus years before, and I traveled all around the UK and played in a lot of clubs. So I, I love that. Like, it's always been a, a thing, but it's it's where I learned about personal branding, to be honest, and marketing and stuff. So I've always had that in the background with it. But yeah, music. I love music. It's uh, everyone loves music. You know, it's a, it's it's a way to get away from all the troubles in life and everything. So you just get in your own little world. Yeah, and the DJ thing is always good. I just think live stream it. Why not? And then just get people on there, and then <laughs> just puts a smile on people's face as well. But the, it did for Love me, and, and music is a bonding thing. So uh, that's amazing insight in terms of uh, personal branding and uh, just feeling the beat and doing what you need to do uh, to kind of get your mind off of all the things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis. It's amazing just to flip the switch, and suddenly we're all transported away uh, to a, a universe of commonality. So that's awesome. Just wanted to throw that in there. Um <laughs> Hey, listen, we're going to be real quick about this. We just have a couple of questions and we want to dive into uh, a little bit about your story. Um, tell us how you got involved into kind of local marketing, uh, marketing in general, uh, and perhaps maybe the story of how you got your very, very first client. Okay, so um, I went to university college and did, uh, did, did business studies. So I always had a thing about business and stuff. So, uh, but then... Uh, then as soon as I 
graduated. Um, basically, I, I wanted to start something, but it was it was near the recession time. So 2008 kind of I graduated 2006, but then I just messed around for two years, to be honest. But then after that was <laughs> 2008 was um, where my brother was like, OK, let's start a business. I didn't know what to do. Um, so we thought it'd be a good idea to start a, a car body repair center, so an auto body shop, basically. Um, I had no idea about cars or anything, so I just thought it'd be a good thing to do. Uh, look, hindsight, it was like the craziest thing you could ever do. <laughs> uh, it's just going to go and get a massive unit. We've got like a spray booth, had a painter, uh, everything. And I literally sat there in the front office for two years, didn't know how to market it. And um, I, my brother's idea, and I also thought this, okay, I've done university and uh, I've learned about business and I'll be all right. But yeah, when you get in the real world, that's when I realized uh, this is a different different thing altogether. So uh, yeah, basically I had to learn marketing the hard way because I had to get customers in. Uh, so I learned about Google Ads and just because it being a very emergency kind of style business, um, but I didn't know what I was doing. I started following Ryan Dice and things like that and uh, somehow got into funnels, their funnels at that time. I didn't know it was called funnels. And uh, just somehow I got uh, I got introduced to one guy who was in the UK and you doing really well. And he actually introduced me to Google Ads properly and how to do funnels and stuff. And then that's when I just got addicted to it all. And I was like, wow, I love this marketing thing. It's just crazy. Uh, and when, after he showed me it, um, Prior to that, I had no calls, nothing coming to the business. Then straight after that was when uh, the business changed, really. It's just I started having loads of calls. I, start, I had another problem was I didn't know how to take sales calls. So that was a different thing altogether. But it's, uh, yeah, that's how it snowballed, basically. Uh, and then I got into click funnels and all this kind of stuff. But I, when I sold my business eventually uh, and got into marketing. And the only way I could have do it was I started doing free work for people. So I started property investors and uh, things like that. I had them in my circle. So I just started building funnels and started working for free for them. Uh, and then one thing led on to another and I started, I got into the fitness niche and then I niched down to martial arts. Um, so yeah, that's a shorter kind of version to it all. But it basically, yeah, just, I, I just did free work to start with just so I could test out what I'd learned in my previous business uh and they did it helped me a lot because i've learned quite a bit then so i didn't realize but yeah that was probably the easiest so, way to describe it so what's it what what is what has attracted you to uh martial arts do you practice yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about the industry yeah i'd done martial arts for 15 years prior to that so um it, i just that was till till the age of 16 17 and then i went to university and got introduced to nightlife <laughs> so uh, <laughs> things were in a different direction then but um yeah I always ha had something about that industry anyway because I've done it for so long but um I just got introduced to uh, a business coach uh during the property investing journey I was going on and uh yeah he he was doing that side of things and he took me on board to help with his with his members and stuff but I just realized that actually this this is a good niche to get into as well so that's how we went to it. That's amazing. So what we're hearing right now is that, um, you know, you, you are a practitioner of uh, both martial arts as well as uh, your calling in, in marketing as well. And what I admire about that is that 
you are leading with value first, you're learning to work with people or you did uh, so much so to learn Google ads and learn the funnels and learn advertising and how to market. And then of course, on the other side of it is to actually how to, how to handle sales calls. One of the challenges that we see for a lot of people that get into this, this industry um, is that they're always going for that sale right away. They want to mm-hmm. uh, take that bright, shiny object and go out and sell the bright, shiny object without understanding the real results and the real value that you can bring to your customers and clients. Um, now, let's fast forward a little bit. You are uh, immersed in this. You understand how to get results. You've gone through uh, the systems properly, learning Google Ads and learning the funnels and piecing everything together. Now you know how to really get results. Um, talk about your prospecting a little bit. Uh, now that you understand marketing and you understand the sales component to it, you know the real goal, the real value that you can provide to people. How has that affected your prospecting? Uh, maybe talk about you know how you prospect now within this particular niche or uh, opportunities that you see on the market. And uh, tell us, walk us through that process a little bit. Is there a favorite prospecting tool or uh, approach that you like to to provide uh, or uh, leverage to get into um, and start working with customers and clients? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, one thing I'd like to say just before I get into prospecting is uh, for me, obviously, I started with Google Ads, then I got into Facebook Ads, and that's when I realized I, would, I preferred Facebook Ads more, and then I got into Messenger Bots. So one of the things I would definitely say to anyone that's listening is find find the medium that you're more comfortable with because I know some people prefer Google Ads, some people prefer just staying with bots and someone just wants to do funnel. You know, find something that you know you can do it all day long, you're not that fussed with it. So I think that's really important. Not try doing uh, something that you're going to start hating. And I think a lot of people do that. When you mentioned, mentioned the shiny object syndrome, it's, it happens with everyone. It's like, it's very easy in the marketing world. There's some new tool that's coming out. Like, I suppose for now it's TikTok, you know, everyone's jumping on it. But then I think the biggest thing is like, you need to look at, okay, where is your target market actually hanging and master that rather than trying to do, Instagram, TikTok, all these different things. You can do that later on, but I think it's uh, very important to master one. And for me, it was Facebook ads and then and bots as well. So um, they kind of go in hand in hand anyway. But yeah, I just wanted to emphasize that bit because it's, it's a very easy thing. And I did this a lot, is jumping from one thing to another and slowed my growth massively. Um, but yeah, then once I did that, this probably leads it more into the prospecting side is uh, yeah, just, prospecting is such a different animal really nowadays it's just uh there's so many different ways emails cold emails uh you know ads uh instagram dms all sorts of things um i think for me i obviously wanted to do something that doesn't involve too much work <laughs> which is i think the same as everyone but um but i tested out a lot uh email marked e- cold email worked quite well for me um but I think for me is I just wanted to master Facebook ads and like get people coming in through a funnel. That's the way I'm doing right now. But um, but to start with, I would say uh, is to grow a Facebook group. That's probably the best way. Is to literally, especially now, Facebook in groups so much. I would say you know, the way I kind of grew it uh, was having like a general lead magnet, and the back of that, you know, you have a messenger box fixed to it like a button then then you grow in an email list your messenger list and then you grow in your facebook so once i get in the bot i say look join my facebook group so 
that's something that's been very powerful for me and that's something i'd recommend people to do because you're doing you're building three different things so I'm not, I, I have watched you do this and i think what you're doing with your your facebook group filled with uh, martial arts um teachers and and trainers is phenomenal um, so basically you're running a facebook group where you are you're teaching these professionals how to use facebook ads to grow their business and what it com- basically comes down to is a lot of these folks are busy running their business, running classes, uh, doing the day-to-day uh, of running their studios. And I think what tends to happen is they reach out to you after a certain amount of time, even though you're, you're showing them exactly what to do, how to set up ads, how to you know do this stuff on their own, that they just don't have the expertise or the knowledge or the time to do so. So what happens via these Facebook groups where you're training these people, they reach out to you to take care of it for them. Am I right about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. I mean, I think it's having a group is, I call it, it's like having email emails on steroids, really. It's just mm-hmm. because it's in email, emails work, you know, it's, it's another touch point. But with a Facebook group, you know, you can do lives, you can do polls, you can do, it's, in, it's on a different dynamic compared to everything else. Um, right. But yeah, um, Facebook groups are just so powerful. I think it's just people can get, you know, it's a no like and trust factor that you need to get through first. And that's how you build it, I think, really. So I think there's some advice from Swapnel right there. Pick something that you're interested in, a niche perhaps, or a business vertical, um, and create a Facebook group filled with those people. Draw people into that group with a certain lead magnet or a piece of knowledge that you can give away that's that is is valuable to them and then continue to educate people on how they can grow their business with smarter marketing whatever that thing happens to be that you've kind of latched onto that you want to perfect or teach and over time you can build a business around that i think that's phenomenally smart definitely i think uh, i think so i think people need to I, one of the biggest things that when you're first starting out is you you don't know what niche to go for. So mm-hmm. I think um, I think people shouldn't shouldn't get too worried on that. It's like thinking, oh yeah, I need to just pick one niche, but it's very hard to do that at the start. I think you just need to do a few. You're going to mess up. I think people just need to you know accept that you're going to mess up. I messed up loads, <laughs> but some I wouldn't really want to mention. But you know, just uh, there's things that you you have to go through that process. If you don't. I don't. I don't like using the word fail, but you know, if you don't do that, and you, you need to learn that way, it's like, okay, this niche is something that I don't like now. Then you move on to a different one. So you just need to find something that you enjoy doing, and you know you can get them results as well eventually. But every campaign that you start with, you're not always going to just have a campaign that's just going to skyrocket every time. You know, so I think you need to kind of accept that as well. Very, very wise words. Um, Swapnil, we have maybe just two more questions here and we want to be respectful of your time. Um, I think I know the answer to this question, but we're going to ask it anyway as part of our format here. If you were starting all over again, what is the one thing that you would do differently or immediately if you wanted to launch your own agency or start working with a local client? I would have started my Facebook group a long time ago. So, uh, yeah, that's a hard question, really. I think um, I think building, yeah, I think the, one of the big things I would have done is is built my personal brand quicker. So um, you know, having a Facebook 
a public figure page or something like that and just constantly building your videos on there so you you're building your retargeting audience for later so i think one a big key thing right now especially with this whole pandemic stuff that's happening ad cost is so low um i would i would suggest people to just build their audience uh, you know have videos going out and then from there off the back of that yeah build your build your facebook group and one of the clever things you can do with Facebook groups is you can ask people for their email address on the questions. So it's a, it's a good way to grow your list that way as well. Very, very uh, smart there. I love that, that point here. Um, Swapnil, where can we send people to find out more information and to connect with you? Uh, you've got a Facebook group. Is there a location, a, a web address that we can send them to? Uh, we would love to do that. I think the easiest place is literally just go to my public figure page, which is just my full name. So Swapnil Garg, spelled S-W-A-P-N-I-L, and then G-A-R-G. Um, and that's, yeah, you can just see all the content that you can actually just see the way I'm doing stuff. Awesome. That's probably the best way. Perfect. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure to put that in the show notes here. Listen, everybody, our amazing guest, our friend, our colleague uh, has been Swapnil Garg. Uh, please go ahead and visit connect with him and uh, pick his brain, connect, uh, connect with him. If you're in the UK, if you're in the U S doesn't matter where you are in the world, listening to this or watching this, wherever you might be in the world, our guest has been swatting all card. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, your expertise, your insight, and of course your friendship. Please be safe everybody. You've been listening to the local marketing agency secrets podcast. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thank you guys.